On episode 427 of Nintendo Switchcraft, we've got the 8-bit dough light controller and Luigi's Mansion is finally here. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Hi, this is Ralph, and you're listening to Bill, Mr. Forgetful himself, getting distracted by shiny things on Nintendo Switchcraft. to Nintendo Switchcraft. It is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. You can tune in live by joining us over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of, of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Elvis One Cat. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. And you can, of course, leave a voicemail for the show by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device. I may even play it on the show uh, without any further. Uh, well, actually, before let's let's get a little of it, a little ado in here. I want to I want to talk about something. 143 pixels is now available. Uh, you can now subscribe to it in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The other places where you can subscribe subscribe to podcasts, those are all coming soon. I clicked the button. Now I just have to wait. Uh, but it is now available, and the first real episode is coming out on Tuesday. I put out a trailer episode uh, this week, so you can check that out. Again, if you want to check it out, go to anchor.fm slash 143 or you can just go to runjumpstomp.com slash shows and subscribe to it through there Uh, i really appreciate everyone uh, who has already checked out the show you guys are fantastic all right Uh, now i want to talk about luigi's mansion i'm probably about two hours into the game it came out yesterday i was pretty swamped so i didn't get to play it too much but uh it is really really good i have to say that they have completely nailed the animations. In fact, this might be the best-looking Nintendo Switch game so far, and I don't know that I have ever seen animations in a game look as good as they do in Luigi's Mansion 3. The, The details on Luigi, on his face, on his clothes, on his eyes, everything just pops off the screen and looks gorgeous. And the way he moves is hilarious and uh, very, very uh, pain, obviously painstakingly animated. Nintendo has done something special here with the animations in the game. When he gets scared, he kind of stiffens up. And uh, I mean, he's always scared because he's Luigi. But when he... When something really scares him, he will kind of stand up really, really straight and kind of start to shiver at the same time. And his his facial expressions, uh, they they tell so much uh, about this game. It is so good. The controls, I have to say, the controls are a little frustrating. Not because they're not good, but because the game doesn't tell you the good way to control stuff. So, for instance, when you first start playing... The, the the game tells you to use the A button to use your flashlight. 
which is fine if that's if that's what you're going to do. But you can also use the R button to use your flashlight. And that is so much better than using the A button to use your flashlight. And the reason is, is because you can move the stick around with the the joystick. I'm sorry, you can move the flashlight around with the joystick. But if you're trying to do that while pressing the A button, it's kind of difficult. I don't understand why Nintendo goes through the, the trouble to give us that secondary input and then just not tell us about it. Like I ended up noticing by accident and then I ended up going into, I was, I was curious as to whether or not this game, like uh, what other stuff they weren't telling me. So I went into the control options and sure enough, uh, at some point you get a, an upgrade to your flashlight. I won't, I won't spoil it for you, but you end up getting an upgrade to your flashlight and they tell you to use, I believe it's the X button, if I am remembering correctly, in order to look around with that. Um, but that, again, you can't move the joystick around if you've got your thumb on the X button. So what do you do? Well, you hold down the L button and the R button at the same time. Or maybe it's the, yeah, it's the L and the R button at the same time. And that does the same thing as pushing the X button. And I'm very happy that Nintendo included these uh, extra buttons because it makes the game so much more playable. But why are they telling me to use the X button when the obviously the best way to play is L and R at the same time? At least I think that's the best way to play. I'm not sure. That, you know, you can also press the Y button to fire your um, a, a weapon that you have in the game. And I feel like if you, if I remember correctly, I don't have the game turned on right now because I was trying something uh, else. Let me, I don't know how long it's going to take to load up the game. So uh, let me talk about something else. I'll come back to the controls in a second. Uh, the sound design is really, really good. The cutscenes are are well done, but I, I don't really care about the cutscenes all that much. They're you know how they are they're 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 just kind of goofy and and fun and and as i was playing the thing that sticks out to me is i know that we've got a mario movie coming from dreamworks i think it's dreamworks it's whoever does the uh the uh the the gru movies the despicable me movies the minions movies whoever does those movies that's the the company that's doing the mario movie and i i'm pretty sure it's dreamworks but i i could be remembering wrong but that's that's not important. So um, the 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 cutscenes taught me one thing, and that one thing that they taught me is that hearing uh, Mario constantly saying his woohoo's and let's goes and not really communicating with words that works when the cutscenes are short, but when the cutscene when when it's just a when when you're watching a movie. That doesn't work. That's that's going to be irritating, I think. And the only solution that I think that they can have is to have Mario actually talk. And as much as I think Charles Martinet does a great job with uh, talking or with voicing Mario, I don't think that I want to watch a full movie with Mario talking with that Charles Martinet voice that he does for Mario. Like, that... So I, I I don't like that's the thing that these cutscenes made me realize is I don't know if I want a Mario movie. I would very much rather have some other movie, maybe a Metroid movie or a Zelda movie. But having a Mario movie, 
I just, I'm not seeing it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they will prove me wrong and they will make it awesome and it'll be rad and and all, all will be forgiven and everybody can say, see, Bill, see, you were dumb. And I will, of course, respond with, was there ever any doubt? Uh, all right. While I was telling you about that, I booted up Luigi's Mansion uh, and sure enough, the button that you use to fire the, the weapon... Um, can also be fired by pressing the L button. So all of these secondary button presses that allow you to keep your thumb on the on the joystick, they make so much more sense. I, I'm fine with them having the alternative button presses of the A, X, and Y, but why not tell the player about this? That's the thing that, that kind of drives me batty about this game is they don't tell you that stuff. And that stuff makes the game infinitely more playable. By the way, if you didn't know, uh, because you might not notice and the game does not tell you this, you can use gyro controls when you are playing in order to have Luigi aim up and down, which makes makes aiming at things a little bit easier. Uh, you, so you would control left and right with the, with the right stick uh, for which direction he's facing. But if you want him to look up and down, you have the option of just tilting your controller or your switch if you're playing in handheld mode. Speaking of handheld mode, the game looks gorgeous in handheld mode. I'm not seeing any frame issues. It looks awesome on my TV. I'm really looking forward to putting in more time with Luigi's Mansion. Of course, um, you know the, these games tend to be shorter, at least especially the first one. The second one was not was probably about twice as long as the first one, uh, I do anticipate that this probably will be a shorter game. Um, I have gotten to the point where I've unlocked Gooigi, and I really like the uh, the puzzle solving that you need to do in the game, which is very, very uh, interesting. Uh, but of course, Nintendo has uh, figured out a way to add something to this series and all it makes me want is a Guigi skin for Luigi in um, Smash Brothers or in Mario Kart. You know, Guigi deserves his time in the sun, at least in my opinion. Uh, but anyway, Luigi's Mansion 3, again, I'm only a couple hours in, but I'm very much enjoying the game. And uh, I am curious as to what you all are thinking of Luigi's Mansion 3, or as I should, as I want to call it now, Guigi's Mansion. Uh, anyway, uh, let's take a quick, uh, a quick, let's take a quick break. We'll hear from a sponsor. And when we come back, I want to talk about the, uh, this controller that was shipped to me today. So stick around. If you're an athlete, you know, the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same Jersey as you to be your best. Every time you step on the field, that's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey everyone, this is Rick from Bonnie, Scotland, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, excuse me, princess. All right, we are back, and I've got, I'm holding in my hand. I want to make sure I call it the right thing. Uh, I'm holding in my hand the 8-bit dough light Bluetooth gamepad for Nintendo Switch Lite and Nintendo Switch and Windows uh, Turquoise Edition. Uh, This is a very, very small controller. It's roughly the size of a Super NES controller, uh, although it's a little more narrow and a little taller uh, as far as the height of it. It's very thin. Overall, I feel like it's definitely well-built. And uh, oh, it, the the thing about this controller that is interesting, and if uh, if you're curious as to what it looks like, go to runjumpstomp.com. Check out the show notes on episode 400 and whatever this is, 27, 427. Uh, so you can see what this looks like. I talked about it on the show before, back when they first announced them, but it uh, it. It finally arrived today. Now, it's $25 for this. And you might be thinking, $25 for a controller? That's a really, really good deal. And I agree, especially because it's an 8-bit dough controller. So what is this missing that makes it a $25 controller? Because obviously, it can't have all of the things that it needs. So what is it missing? Well, it's missing rumble. It is missing um, uh, NFC. So no rumble, no NFC. It is missing gyro controls. There's no gyro controls in it. It is also missing joysticks. And you might be saying to yourself, hold on a second, Bill. Uh, What do you mean it's missing joysticks? Uh, Well, if you hadn't heard me talk about this controller before, what they did is they replaced the two joysticks, the left joystick and the right joystick, with D-pads. And now you might be saying to yourself, wait a second, why would they do that? And the reason is, is to make it more portable. This thing is flat and small and light, and there's nothing to stick out. So you can easily throw this in your bag or your pocket, and it's smaller than my phone. So it'll easily fit in pockets and and stuff like that. But uh, this is pretty cool. It's also compatible with Windows. Uh, there's a little switch in the middle. The switch lets you switch from either S mode to, or X mode. S for switch, X for Windows, uh, because it's an X, an X input c- controller. Um, the the D pads feel pretty good. I think the D pads feel really good. But you know that's not a huge surprise. Um, Eight uh, Bitdo is known for making pretty good D pads. Uh, but this thing has three D pads in it on it. Um, well, not really. It's got two D pads, and then the switch. Joy-Con style D-pad for the actual D-pad. So each stick has been replaced with a a traditional um, back and forth style uh, D-pad where it looks like it's rocking on a pivot point in the middle uh, and they feel very, very good, very clicky. Um, and then the actual D-pad part is replaced with those four. Uh, it, it just looks exactly like the four buttons on the uh, joy cons for the, um, for the D pad. And, and then it's got the ABXY. It's got a home button and a share button. And then it's got plus and minus buttons. Of course, it also has the L and R buttons are on the top 
And then the L2 and R2 buttons, which Nintendo calls ZL and ZR, those are not triggers on the bottom. Those are just very small buttons that you can hit with the very tips of your fingers. So if you're holding the controller in your hand, your fingers will kind of curl over. Uh, it's got really good curves to it. The, the, your fingers will curl over the uh, the L and the R buttons. And then past those buttons, you will see the um, aforementioned L2 and R2 buttons, which Nintendo calls the ZL and ZR. Uh, those are just for your fingertips to press. Now, what I will say is, you know, I... I I tried playing a 2D game with this. I tried playing a 3D game with this just to see if it was possible. And the answer is yes, it is possible to play a 3D game. Uh, The game that I tried was Luigi's Mansion. You can play Luigi's Mansion with this. It feels awful. You do not want to play Luigi's Mansion with this, but it is possible. Um, The thing is, and this is going to be a problem for a lot of games because a lot of games tend to favor the triggers, the ZL and ZR, over the bumpers, the L and the R buttons. They they tend to f- to favor those buttons over the the other buttons. And because of that, I feel like people are much more likely to want to have those buttons be the big shoulder bumps and have the shoulder bumps be the little buttons that you hit with just your fingertips. I definitely think that that is a design problem. Now, what would be really nice is if you could hook this up to your computer and do a firmware update and customize what each one of these buttons did so I could swap my R and R2 buttons and my L and L2 buttons. I think that that would make a lot of sense. This is not a controller for very many people. I don't think very many people are going to buy this and enjoy it. I cannot recommend it, even though it's only $25. First off, I will say it's so well made. Like it is very, very well made. But overall, the design of it is very, very clunky. I tried playing Tetris 99 and uh, you're like my brain wants to use the really good D-pad that is up in the upper left where, you know, that's actually the, the left stick. And you can't really use that in Tetris 99. They want you to use the D-pad in Tetris 99. So that means I had to use the Joy-Con style D-pad, which I know I've talked about on the show before. I'm a fan of the Joy-Con style D-pad, but that's because the D-pad on the Pro Controller just isn't all that great. And the the D-pad on the 8-Bit Doe Lite, um, how do they say it again? 8-Bit Doe Lite Bluetooth Gamepad for Nintendo Switch Lite, Nintendo Switch, and Windows Yellow Edition, Turquoise Edition, or Gray Edition. Actually, I don't think they made a gray one. You know, that's a good D-pad, and I want to use that for Tetris, but it wouldn't let me. Overall, it's uncomfortable. I don't think that it's a good design. It's obviously well-made. It is It is made with sacrifices in mind so that you can have a, a controller that is extremely portable. Like this thing, this controller will fit in your Nintendo Switch case with your Nintendo Switch probably. If you have one like mine, like I have a Nintendo Switch case that has a little zippered pouch on the back and I can, I can unzip that uh, little zipper pouch and this easily fits in there and now I mean hell I could fit two of these in there and then me and a friend could use this 
uh, and play, uh, you know, I could bring buy a yellow one, buy a turquoise one, and I could put them both in the case and take it with me and, and have uh, four controllers essentially with me uh, when it, wherever I go, which is kind of cool. Would I use this if I had no other choice? Probably not. I wish I hadn't bought it, but it's really cool looking. And uh, I don't know, maybe maybe somebody else will like it. Maybe maybe my wife will try it out and she'll say, oh, this is kind of cool. I like this. Uh, she also plays different styles of games than I do. Um, she doesn't play a lot of fast action games. That's not her style. So maybe she'll really enjoy the comfort of this. Uh, I find it to be a little uncomfortable, especially because it doesn't have the wings. But uh, that's that's the show for today. I just wanted to talk about those two things. I know it's a shorter than usual show. It's uh, it's going to be around 20 minutes, which is actually my goal. Uh, I will say this. Um, Blizzard just announced Overwatch 2, and they announced Diablo 4. And uh, I hope that those things come to the Nintendo Switch, but they did not say if they would or not. Uh, at least as of right now, they haven't said those things, so only time will tell. But anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. Oh, by the way, I almost forgot. I almost made a big mistake. I'm going to Retro Game Con tomorrow and Sunday. Uh, so I'm going to be away from my computer. I don't know if I'm going to be able to record an episode of Nintendo Switchcraft tomorrow. I am going to be bringing my my microphone, my Shure MV88 that I've been using on Run Jump Stomp. And if there are people there to interview that I want like that I feel like interviewing, maybe I will interview people about old Nintendo games and see what they what they think. Uh, but I'm not positive if I'm going to do that or not. I will bring it with me and uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, there may or may not be an episode tomorrow. And if not, I apologize uh, in advance. Anyway, like I said, become a part of the community. Join the Discord at runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. You can watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And you can get a hold of me through email and Twitter at runjumpstomp at gmail.com or on Twitter at runjumpstomp. This show, part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check out gstu.net. And if you are looking for ways to support the show, go on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And of course, sign up and um, sign up, not sign up. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Subscribe. There we go. Subscribe to my other shows at runjumpstomp.com slash shows. Uh, it would mean the world to me if you would just take a few minutes and go a few minutes. It doesn't take minutes. Just go to that site, subscribe to the shows in your favorite podcasting app of choice, and set it to automatically download. And then if if uh, look at the show notes, show notes, look at the titles. If something interests you, then listen to it. And if not, then delete it. But uh, I hope that you'll check that out. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. I'm out of here. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>